1: I love her so much. I'm so excited. But first, uh, we gotta get right on into it. I wanna know what's going on. I wanna know what's happening. It's time for News You Can Use. Let's hit the headlines. Time for Drew's News. Yo. Oh my gosh. Alrighty then, it's time for Drew's News, your daily spit shine of the good news silver. <laughs> and with me at the desk is the best co-pilot in the biz, Rossy Ross Matthews. That's right, hi everybody, <laughs> hi. Gorge and Green,
2: love, love, love this outfit.
1: You are giving me, mm-hmm. What like am I giving you? Mm-hmm.
2: Varsity. Uh, thank you. Professor. Okay, thanks, I thought it was gonna be football player, but okay. Um, like, a book and a pipe. Darling, um, you're not wrong. Uh, So cute. If this was a course, you'd get an A, if you know what I mean. Hey, teacher's pet. I never got an A. (laughs)
1: Um, Well, first up, Jennifer Coolidge uh, says that her career has been revitalized, at least in part, to Ariana Grande. Interesting. I know, I love this. Mm -hmm. I always think give credit where credit is due, or share your theories. I love this one, because Jennifer Coolidge, I mean, gosh. Gosh, uh, Christopher Guest movies. Oh my God, Big Best in Show. Oh, Bend and Snap. <laughs> She's been around uh, for a What's very that? long time, but the Hollywood Reporter says that she told Jimmy Fallon that after Ariana went on his show and did this killer impression of her, it went viral and cool things started happening. We actually have a clip for context, which I love. God, <laughs> you look like the 4th of July. <laughs>
2: That's good, she's good.
1: Um, But after that, Jennifer reached out to Ariana and the next thing she knew, they were co-starring in the video, Thank You, Next. Wow. And then more opportunities followed and now Jennifer is receiving huge acclaim for her role in White Lotus. Her career is White hot, red hot, whatever—red, white, and blue hot—and <laughs> um, um, I think this is fun. Well, she's having
2: such a moment. You guys watch White Lotus on HBO. <laughs> wow! And she was nominated. You for-
1: White Lotus. Yeah, I loved White Lotus. She was nominated
2: for a Golden Globe for it, and rightfully so. Jennifer Coolidge is the best of the best. I had dinner with her one time. What? I know. I know. Not not normal life, but I was there. And you know, you know what she was like in real life. I. Uh, exactly the way she is in the movies. Exactly the way she is in the movies. She's just like that. That's what I was hoping you were gonna say. And But so nice and so talented, and I love seeing people who've been around, been here, just have a moment, you know? And Jennifer Coolidge is having that, so congrats to her.
1: I also love like just being like, hey, like props to you know, you, Ariana, and now they're friends and making videos. It's it's great. I love that it. Works. I love it. I love, I love it. your story.
2: All right, next up, you know, it's been hard to escape the whirlwind romance of Kanye West and actress Julia Fox. You guys have been paying attention. They've been having major PDA, out and about. But what if I told you that allegedly they only met last month? Stylist reports they are a perfect example of the new dating trend called hard launching. It's when you go public with a relationship right out of the gate. And to me, it's a little dangerous. People, they're not waiting to see how it goes. No, they're just going from hi, how are you, to boom, we're Instagram official. Now,
1: Drew, thoughts? Um, I love this story so much. Not necessarily because of Kanye and Julia, although it is a fascinating sort of It's like public art almost unveiling itself. Exactly. Um, That being said, hard launching is such a thing that totally happens to people. Completely. And I think for a lot of women it happens in our minds. Wait, in your, how does that work? Like I'll totally hard launch a relationship. Like women have a very rich fantasy life. Is it like like that for men?
2: I've never hard launched in my mind. No, (laughs) never once.
1: I think women can't help themselves
2: So you meet someone, there's an initial spark, and then you just, you see the vision of everything?
1: Yeah, you start creating like scenarios in your mind of like, how this is gonna work, and how that's gonna work, and before you know it, you're like all the way down the line. but that's just my own personal thing. Yeah, but you're having a whole storyline in your head. None of this is happening. Like, you know, <laughs> like you,
2: you just met this person and now you've gone on this emotional roller coaster in your mind where you're dated for a while, they didn't want kids, oh no, ew, now I'm over them. It's 30 seconds later, girl, you're exhausting me.
1: Well, that's hard launching. That's hard launching in your brain. Hey, Ross, you're totally right. Yeah. And, uh, Oh, gosh, yeah, okay. Well, I guess that's why I grabbed onto this story. Um, (laughs) But I do think it is kind of a phenomenon in the real world having nothing to do with my bizarre little head. (laughs) Um, I love that we now have a term for when people do Mm -hmm. come out of the woodwork and just, it's so hard, so fast, and you're like, whoa! Well, and because there is a
2: conversation (laughs) to be had because whether you are a famous person or your grandma And your aunt Sandy follow you on Instagram. When you go Instagram official with somebody, it's a thing, you know. And there's there's a communication. I mean, Wellie and I were together over a year, and it wasn't until we were engaged that we were comfortable sort of putting it out there for people. Because I don't know. Once you do, it's not yours anymore. It's a different thing, you know. I love you. Oh, I love you. I love how different we are too.
1: Like I've hard launched and sabotaged the entire thing in 30 seconds and you're like, I wanna wait a year (laughs) because it's no longer totally ours and sacred anymore. You're, yeah, I love you. I love you too. I love our yin yang. (laughs) All right, well.
2: Our yin yang, we're both like crazy on the spectrum of either issue, I know.
1: Um, Next, a new study confirms something we already know. America loves road trips. Oh please, yes. Again, this is another story I can get really behind. People reports a new survey of 2000 drivers found 76% of them would pick driving over flying if they knew the drive would be enjoyable. Mm. And 74% said the journey is more important than the destination. And 78% said that they found hidden gems along the way that they would have never found otherwise and more than half said that the perfect road trip buddy is their partner, that's fortunate. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of people also in this uh, survey said that a spontaneous road trip can be equally, if not more enjoyable, than a planned road trip. Ross, thoughts?
2: Well, okay, I want to be very clear. I find driving in traffic to be outrageous. Like I get like stressed out about it. That being said, I love to dilly and I love to dally. And so if we could go on a road trip and just take our time and explore, sign me up. Other thing I love about road trips, I thought a lot about this, snacks. Can we talk about road trip snacks?
1: <laughs> Beef jerky. Beef jerky. Beef jerky. Beef jerky.
2: Give me me a big gulp, which I know means we're gonna stop a few times, but I don't care. I
1: want that big gulp. Um, I I actually have some pictures of how enthusiastic I am about road trips. So I'm an RV enthusiast, and this is me when I'm 19 years old, starting my RV journey. Um, Yep, that's me and my dog Templeton. Um, he's oh, long gone. Um, and that's Nan uh, w- doing the windshield because you know, you hit a lot of bugs along the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, anyone who can do RVing, mm. uh, I highly suggest like a Class C <sighs> license, like a Tioga style. There's two beds, a little table. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have a special driver's license for it. And you just, take a map and flip coins at intersections. Should we go right or left? I don't know, flip the coin. Mm-hmm. It's the greatest thing on earth to do and I couldn't recommend it more.
2: Yeah, you know, Welly and I, I, I actually pitched to him because my fantasy is to go like a Winnebago through like Montana. Yes. And so I said, what do you think for the honeymoon? And we are going to go to Mexico.
1: Oh. Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, something for everybody. We'll be right back. Next, we are joined by a real TV news heavy hitter. She's the anchor of Inside Edition, a news broadcast institution that's no slouch on the digital either, by the way. Their YouTube channel has over 10 million wow. subscribers.
2: Oh, 10 million, yeah. wow.
1: And we are thrilled every time that we get to have her at this desk. Please welcome back our friend, Deborah Norville. Oh, hi guys. How are you? Good to see you.
3: And you know what's so crazy? We have had almost 18 billion views of our stories. Wow. On, I mean, that's I can't even get my head on, around that number. That's but, unbelievable. So thank you, viewers. How impressive. We have kids, it's very cute. I had a story from somebody, they said, an older you know, person like our age, who said, yeah, my child told me about a new TV show that they just heard about that just went on the air. Uh-huh. Now Inside Edition is gonna be celebrating our 35th anniversary <laughs> next year. But this wow. like, 10-year-old who knew us, from digital, Mm -hmm. saw us on TV one day, Dad, there's this great show on TV. We're like, thank you, child, we'll we'll take it.
1: (laughs) And that's exactly it. Keep it fresh, keep it generational. That's why our digital platform, the team that works on that has just been so so tremendously successful. Well, mm. kudos to them and yeah. everybody who helps make these shows what they are. Seriously, yeah, I just yeah. want to like thank our applause team applause well for the done. team. It's so grateful. It so well. it, 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 it's so important. Um, now I'm really excited because we're going to get straight into the headlines, and this is something that um, I know you two are very passionate about and I'm really excited about. So Ross, take it away, this well, is your story. Well,
2: I'm a big football fan. Are you
3: a fan of Oh it? my God, this right. is all I do. I'm gonna be in morning after Sunday when I don't have football until next August. It's gonna be hard for Who's me. Who's your team? Uh, you know what, I'll be happy either way because I went to University of Georgia. Matt Stafford, uh, quarterback for the Rams, mm-hmm. is a Georgia guy. Mm-hmm. So he's a bulldog, so I gotta be happy for him. But it's been so long for Cincinnati. If they win, that would
2: be amazing. So I'm good, either way. See, well that's great, so you're gonna be happy on Sunday no matter what. No matter matter what, what. and as long as I get to eat food, I'm good. Exactly, and you know, last year, how about this, Uh, an estimated 16.1 million Americans plan to skip work the day after the Super Bowl. Maybe they're um, eating, maybe they're drinking, they're just partying. Yeah. Um, And so USA Today reports, a high school student named Frank Ruggieri says he has a solution for all that lost productivity. How about this? Move the Super Bowl to Saturday. Hello. Yes. Brilliant. Mm. And he started a petition online. It already has 120,000 signatures. I actually went on and signed it myself. Oh good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, right? We're all home. We want to watch on Saturday and then recover. Let the bloat come down from the hot wings on Sunday. Um, uh, the NFL, they, th- they may even get some more ratings, you know, and kids could watch and not have to worry about school the next day. So I'm, I'm wondering, will you guys sign this petition? I
3: don't sign petitions, but I totally endorse this. I think it's a brilliant idea because
1: um, it just, you're, it just, it's, it makes so much sense. Why? Why wouldn't you? Exactly. And and the Super Bowl. I'm sure there there are people who want to travel to go to the game, but have work on Monday. Um, it's true. I'm sure some people are not feeling great the next day because yeah. they had the best time ever, as they should. And it's late. The
2: game goes really late. Really late. late. And yeah. if your team
1: wins, you're celebrating. And if your team loses, you're. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Nine. Either way, you're, you you're should nursing, You're, you're nursing <laughs> it. Yeah. Have a bender and a night of it. And I just think you know maybe because it's Super Bowl Sunday, it's all the S's. Well, Super Bowl Saturday is still a very S-y You know the reason thing. they do it? <laughs> they protected college football and high school football.
3: They, they set it up that the NFL would play on Sundays so that the college games and the high school games wouldn't have competition, but there is no other football game on Super Bowl Sunday. They can make one exception yes. for Super Bowl Sunday and move it to Saturday. I'm, you, you got my
2: vote, kid, okay. that's what you got.
3: Little Frank has fixed it. Um, All right, and it's your story. All right, and this one, as I think probably everybody knows, last week there was a big party in the UK when Queen Elizabeth became the first British monarch to celebrate her platinum jubilee. That's 70 years as queen, which is amazing. Phenomenal. It is great, but here's the deal. It begins a year-long jubilee, a year-long celebration, but there's just one little hitch. Take a look at the souvenirs that were printed. Now, if you look at this, it's the Queen's Jubilee. But there was a little problem. Can we zoom in on this and show them that instead of the word Jubilee, it says Jubly? Oh. Now, (laughs) I play word with friends, and that is not a word. Jubbly. You do not get any points for (laughs) Jubly. So, good news is, for collectors, this stuff is now worth a fortune, but somebody, you know, back in the old day, off with their heads into right. the tower.
2: Uh-huh, I just hear the Queen say it, my jubbly, <laughs> my <It's> jubbly. jubbly. <laughs> but the jubbly, what is jubbly? It isn't, isn't it a saying over there? I don't It's a bit think jubbly, so. yes. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think, think, think that so. describes, you know, when I haven't been working out, it's a bit yeah, jubbly. jubbly. That's <laughs> me after Super Bowl Sunday. I'm a little jubbly up here, yeah. Exactly.
1: All right, next up, a new poll just asked 2,000 Americans an impossible question. What is the best TV show ever? Ross, Ooh. Deborah, can you pick what won?
2: I have no idea what won. I mean, if I were voting, you know, my Childhood Ross wants Jim and the Holograms and Saved by the Bell to win, but <laughs> I would, um, I, I don't, I mean, Sex and the City would be my vote now.
3: Oh, that's a good one. Right,
2: what yeah. would be your vote? I don't know, I'd be thinking like a cartoon or something,
3: but I'm sure that's not the right answer, so I, I'm gonna pass. What would yours be if you got to say what? Like your your favorite. Movies. I loved Petticoat Junction when I was a kid. Uh, don't ask me why, uh, and I loved the other one with um, Ava Gabor, um, Green Acres. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I just God. thought, you know, how does she have those beautiful outfits living in a shack? I didn't understand
2: <laughs> that. But, <laughs> what um, would yours be? I
1: I don't know why I immediately went to like Cheers. Oh yeah. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, I'm binging that right now on Hulu. Oh by my the way, gosh, yeah, from beginning. It, it there's. Shelley Long and Ted Danson. And the episode where she leaves is just (gasps) one of my favorite, most haunting. So maybe that's the answer. Well, uh, the Daily News reports that the number one rated show was Friends. Oh, okay. Okay, I get that. And then this is shocking because, of course, Seinfeld, that could have easily taken the top spot, but that came in a close second, followed by Game of Thrones. Yes. Then Three's Company. Oh, really? And then Frasier. And The Simpsons made the top 10, coming in at number nine. And Sopranos at 13, Mm. hmm. (laughs) I don't know about Sopranos at 13. Yeah, should be Mm. a little higher. I also like
2: The West Wing, too. That's such a great show, right? Mad Men. Mad Men could be up there. There's so
1: many good shows. That's the point. I loved 24.
2: Oh, that was over, Rachel. 24 is incredible.
3: We had a rule in the studio. If you hadn't seen it within... The second day, mm-hmm. too bad we're talking about it. Yeah. It's on That's you. Good. Yeah, you got to watch it. I love, love that it.
1: Well, I love these debates and I love television. And guess what? We get to come back and do more of it. We'll be right back.
0: We all have busy lives these days, and we don't want to waste a day recovering after a night out. That's why z is the answer we've all been looking for. Their probiotic was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Pre-alcohol produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. This is a proactive solution that wards off feeling miserable the next day instead of a reactive approach like drinking electrolytes or eating greasy food. Enhance your mornings with ZBiotics.
1: celebrating our own Deborah Norville Day oh, wow. with the incredible Thank you. Deborah
0: Thank you. Norville.
1: And I love this, you know how like, there's so many fun things to celebrate and holidays now that yeah. we, okay, so guess what? This is, every day's a holiday. Oh. Yes, And this is a really good holiday. Oh and this God. is a really yeah. good holiday. You're absolutely right. What holiday is it, it Deborah? It is National Pizza Day. Yeah. And maybe
3: you could tell from the table here.
2: My favorite day. Oh, Drew, you know. Okay, pizza I gotta is... take this off. I oh. feel so silly. I wouldn't
3: even wear a veil when I got married.
2: Really? So, yeah,
1: I look too, just ridiculous. In hell, I was. So. Gonna, you do look really sexy in it, though. I'm yeah. telling you. Um, well, Ross, I want to know: Is it scientifically true that pizza is proven to make us happy? Is this a fact?
2: I am going to say yes. It is a fact, and it actually does come uh, from a scientific study. Sly says. Uh, The smell of pizza actually does make us happy. Uh, I don't need a scientist to tell me that, by the way. Even just thinking about pizza releases something called dopamine in you, which makes you happy. And when you bite into that slice, carbs will actually give you a boost of serotonin. So, scientists said I can eat pizza today. Thank you very much. (laughs) Why do I think a pizza person did that study? (laughs) (laughs) I don't care who did that study. I totally support it, by the way. I'm buying all those facts. All
1: right, well, let's dig in. Um, We've got an eight Foot mama <laughs> from Bigabyte right here wow. in New York City. Wow, This is such a thing of beauty. I can't thank them enough for providing us with this pizza. Now, you are a Chicago. I am, and I recognized it before the food person even confirmed, this is
3: a Chicago deep dish pizza from Lou Malnati's, I'm gonna oh. show you right here. It's the, the best, best. Be
1: taking a... we the were literally, I, I, I can um, attest, I was standing here, it slid in and Deborah goes, Lou Malnati's. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, you guys, and... look, can you see this cheese
2: on this one that I'm pulling off? Like, and it's that warm, is...
1: it's hi, warm. Hi, hi, you're gonna warm. be in my tummy.
3: Hi, and this is from Buddies in Detroit. This is called a, a Detroit-style pizza. They do it square in I Detroit. I that. love Detroit. And look at this—the coolest um, cutter.
2: Cute. How cute is that?
3: And show yours. Yours is even cuter. Is this a cutter? This is a cutter. Look at that, oh, guys. Oh, it's a—it's oh, a, it's a, I a didn't even bicycle. See that. So you can cut your pieces with a bicycle. You can cute. just It'll be a little drive it across there. Yeah. And back it up over that
2: away. This is a wheelie oh, great idea.
1: <laughs> oh, a bing. <laughs> OK. Am I supposed to be doing anything? Because all I'm doing you lost is me. putting my face in here. I'm like, oh, gosh, I am at work. But I literally, I had that moment where I was like, oh. Well, the great thing
3: about pizza is you can order it and be happy. You can make it
2: home and be happy. <laughs> Yum. And that's what happy looks like. Mm. So I have a question for you. Where do you lie on Hawaiian pizza, like the um, pineapple? I would never.
3: I <laughs> <laughs> just no offense sorry. to the lovely people of Hawaii, but I don't think you put a pineapple on a pizza. It's just a personal thing. See, I'm okay with it. I like. Really? The... Are you eating it? No, you're not. I
2: wasn't, but I will now, Deborah, just to make a point.
1: Oh my God. I, I am shockingly, you know how we are so different at times, Ross? Mm-hmm. I am on the Pineapple Express. So. <laughs> really? Uh-huh.
3: Do you know what? Mm. Because you're so encouraging, Drew. Mm-hmm. Oh, there she goes. We're gonna do a little taste test. Okay. We're oh, gonna try I'm it. gonna it. do it. Confront my fears. <laughs> <laughs> and here we go.
1: Meh. Okay. <laughs> but you tried. I, I tried. Th- Ladies and Thank gentlemen with Deborah. Deborah. Norville, catch her every weekday on Inside Edition or on your YouTube channel you do, yeah. with the 18 billion views. We'll Thank be right you. back. <laughs> Thank,
3: Thank you so you much. much. All All right. well. BP added more than $70 billion to the US economy in 2022
1: next guest so much, she is an Emmy-nominated actress and comedian who made us all laugh out loud in the hit show, cult show, Broad City. Yeah. I know, I know. And apparently it wasn't always a mega hit. Um, you know, it had to grow into that. I can't wait to hear all about that journey. And right now she's joining the star-studded cast in the new murder mystery, The After Party. Take a look.
4: Blind you! All right! Why?
1: Because you're chasing me!
4: Is that a vape pen?
1: What? It's
5: pepper spray. Oh. For defending myself against giant men. I went full Jewish Disney princess for
1: you. I was like, Drew's gonna like this. (laughs) I was such a fan and um, I was lucky enough to see some moments uh, where I actually, my name is said in the show and I was so happy. Oh, Drew Barrymore. the clip. (laughs) This is
5: actually a really special bag too, Uh, it's Drew's. Sorry, this is not your bag? No, no, no,
1: it's mine, I packed it, it's just that, Ms. Drew Barrymore highly recommends this bag. Mm-hmm. If you Google, in quotes, refiner 29, in quotes, Drew Barrymore. That's amazing. Unfortunately, Drew Barrymore is the only person who could carry on something that bulky. I wrote the article about.
5: That's so funny. And also, like, I have two wheelie Burton bags because Abby got them, because you had them.
1: In real life. And <laughs> what's upsetting is they don't make this bag anymore, and I just want to demonstrate, as the article says. Okay, so, so, okay, first of all, it's made by Burton surfboard. On her knees. So it's a wet <laughs> wetsuit material. So we all know how great that is. Uh, skateboard wheels. And wow. And then the reason that I love this suitcase so much is because I literally put my entire house in here, but look. Oh my then God. Then in half. Wait, this is not the
5: model that I have
1: and no. I kind of want to sit
5: in it. Get in there. Like, if I didn't have the dress, I'm like, I can fold. Pull-
1: It's such an through. honor. You're so <laughs> generous and sweet. <laughs> this is so <laughs> I can't tell you what a surreal, cool moment is when you're watching something you love uh, and then you like drift through it. It's <sighs> so
5: surreal. Well, yeah, and it's it's also like um, in your life. Oh, you're getting out. Oh,
1: I, yeah, oh I thought you were
5: getting out. I was just like sort of adjusting because um, I was pretty comfortable, but.
1: Uh, Look at this but, dress, um- everybody. <laughs> Krival Darung. Okay, well, you are a mom now, and you like, now what is your journey? How are you liking it?
5: I'm loving it. It's like, uh, you know, I I guess I'm, I'm like, I wanna touch on people have postpartum depression and that's normal and struggles in this way, which I totally, is important to talk about, but my experience. I'm a cow because I'm breastfeeding. I'm really her. You I'm are really like this, a little
1: cow I'm this little baby's cow.
5: She's your... like milking me, milking me, milking me. Um, but she <laughs> and my husband is the milkmaid. I love it.
1: Oh my God. It's also so cute and true and uh, you do feel like that. But I've, I've had a, like a
5: uh, just sort of lucky smooth road. Uh, just a luckily smooth road so far. Um, pregnancy there wasn't anything major but i was so sick during while shooting the after party but it was like funny cuz nothing was wrong so i was like lol i'm puking all the time it was just kind of funny
1: it's so funny cuz you're like you you can't you're not prob- how pregnant were you cuz i was like looking at your body and you look hot you're in a mini skirt Thank and you. like a little bolero <laughs> jacket and I was, I was I like, was, she's so hot. I was showing in the boobs. My belly popped like at the end. Um, okay, so you were doing the after party and it was in the pandemic. Yeah. Um, In the safe, when it became safe to do something like this and then you guys must have been a serious pod, but what a pod. Yeah, what a pod. It was like, These are like the funniest people in the game right now, all
5: in one show John Early, Tiffany Haddish, Ben Schwartz, Sam Sam Richardson, Richardson, Calvin Yu, Zoe Chow, Dave Franco, Tia Surcar, Jamie
1: Dimitru, Genevieve Angelson. That is, it's such a strong group of comedians. And I got so excited and why I love you and Abby so much is I I need comedy. I need it in my life. It's one of the things I want to celebrate most in this show mm. is the adoration and admiration of comedians. And by the way, aren't you on a text chain with a lot of comedians? Yes,
5: well the after party thread. It's like, I'm like trying to like pitch jokes on this text thread. It's like really, um, it's tough to get in there. They're They're such a funny bunch. I would say, Kelvin Yu is one to look out for. He's winning the text thread. Really? He's winning the text thread. You're gonna love him in the show if you haven't seen it yet.
1: And is it true that your dad helped you when Broad City, because this is also something else that I really appreciated knowing, is people don't want, they don't talk a lot about um, how scary it is to do stand-up. And when people see something that is such a success, Mm. like Broad City, was it always and if it wasn't how did it function that's so funny like i think
5: the well i don't know but the best things come out of failures i think the, the biggest wins come out of failures like abby and i couldn't get could not get cast onto like the in-house teams at the improv theater that we were that we met at um that's why we started broad
1: city i love this so much <laughs> i asked johnny knoxville i'm like he cuz he was offered a role on saturday night live and he took the risk and didn't do it. And he took the uncertain road to be with his friends and be their authentic selves. Um, wow, I did not know that, that's shocking. I know. huh? And that also, it's like, people are like, the power of
5: yes, 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 more, more, more. But the power of no is, and resisting, for him to pass on that, that is like, that's a different kind of um, strength. I don't know if I have a
1: lot of power of no. Me neither. I am such (laughs) a yes man. Me
5: too. Me too. I love to say yes and be the person saying yes, but it's like not always right. Okay.
1: We'll be back uh, with more from Alana. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great tasting dairy, Elana Glazer. Well, in honor of um, your motherhood, um, if it's okay, um, I'd love to do the final five with you, but we could make it mom edition. I love it. All right, the final five, mom edition. (laughs) I'm losing my voice. You're you're slaying, Drew. You're killing it. Okay, I'm gonna ask you five questions about being a mom and you need to answer honestly. Okay, babies have distinct cries. Can you give us your best hungry cry for an infant? Mm. Um,
5: It's like, I guess like a cry is like, "Ah!" but she's like, "Ah!"
1: yeah, there you go. It's high, it's a thin tone. It was so great when the pediatrician, because I would call him all the time, like so hypochondriacal, and he was like, you'll know the cry that Mm. makes you call me for real. Love it. it. I was like, ooh, okay. Thank you, Dr. Waldstein. Um, uh, Did your feet get bigger?
5: No. All the weight (laughs) and water and growth happened in
1: uh, my chest area. So interesting. I grew three shoe sizes. Three? Three. I went from a six to a nine. (laughs) Inverse. Wild. And then my whole shoe collection, I donated Damn. I
5: mean, that's an investment,
1: you know? Yeah, I was really bummed. Oof. I was trying to be Carrie Bradshaw and I ended up Damn. More like Dr. Scholz. <laughs> um, okay, what is one item from your baby registry that you cannot live without? Um, you know
5: what? Uh, an amazing stand-up comedian, Yamanika Sounders, New York through and through, got us this mobile from Nordstrom, pink. I really like. Didn't want like. It's just like nice to look at, and it was like a little forest of rattles, a mushroom rattle, a little snail rattle. And it really, um, for six months, it was just so uh, entertaining to my baby. A a mobile from Nordstrom. (laughs) Got it. It sounds really happy,
1: I want one. Yeah. Um, (laughs) If you have adult things laying around, what age do you think, no, we'll just uh, start hiding that. (sighs) Um, (laughs) I guess,
5: so. they're like, right now, I'm thinking of the kitchen. Like, these things are on the counter. I would say at age three. Between two and three, it's time to get the
1: like, lock boxes. I, I'm so mad because I have one for you and it's just not here yet. Oh, wait. Oh. But I bought you a lock box. i wait. I can't believe you said it. I'll, I'll wait, l- I'll wait. And here's the best part about this <laughs> lock box. It's a code, so you don't have to lose the key and do that love whole it. thing. Love it, love it. What's your biggest mom fail? You know what I have to stop
5: doing is I'm, I'm Q-tipping the boogers out of her nose. And it's kind of compulsive and I just need to stop and let them come out as they come. Have you ever
1: had to do the nose Frida? I, I have it on hand, yes <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with me. I was sucking my kid's snot out like it was. I, I mean, that's love. Yeah. If, I, you don't I, know, if you don't know what this is, it's basically a booger straw yeah. for you and your baby. And you, yes, because sometimes like it. Sometimes it's stuck and they can't breathe. And when they can't breathe, they can't sleep. So believe me, you start sucking. That's right. <laughs> This moment with you. My daughter and I are your biggest fans, you and Abby. We are always cheering you on, um, both individually and together, and it is just such hmm. an honor to finally make your acquaintance. I'm honored. I am honored. You are so generous to me. All right, the new episodes of oh the Apple God. Party are available Fridays on Apple TV Plus, and um, I just. Oh my God. No! Finally! Oh,
4: we're not going to.
1: So by now, I love all things flower. I work under flower Film, flower beauty, flower home, flower this, flower that. And um, I do think that having flowers in the home can be a real mood booster and a total visual game changer. But sometimes I spend money on flowers and then they die and then I'm sad and I feel like I wasted money so then I don't buy them for a while and then I'm not living in that joy. So. There is something to dried flowers or the process of drying them that I wanted to talk about on the show. And our next guest is a horticulturist and floral guru. He's actually someone who I'm very close with. He's helped me transform my home into a beautiful oasis. Some dried, some fresh. And today he's here back with us again for more flower DIY tips that you can try at home. Please welcome Christopher Freeman. (laughs) That's right. So the last time you were here, you showed us some beautiful arrangements using fresh flowers. Take me through how we accomplish a dried flowered look. What are we doing today?
4: So some flowers you can just leave in the vase and they just dry in place. For example, eucalyptus, status here. And other flowers, it's best to hang upside down so that when they dry in place, they dry. Nice and erect.
1: Um, Now, walk us through how
4: to actually do
1: that. Teach me, Christopher, teach us.
4: Yes. So I just take a piece of chicken wire, crumple it up, and I try to make it as messy as I can, and I'm often very careful of my fingers because I don't want to poke myself. Mm -hmm. So just kind of crumple it up, and then we have one here. You put it in your vase, just like this.
1: I love this.
4: And then you can just poke your flowers into it, and rather than having them flop all over the place, They'll stand right up.
1: Are there any flowers that are like better in the uh, dried flower realm or uh, flowers you should stay away from? Like it'll get smelly and won't preserve, uh, lose all their color. What's, What's better, what's best in practice?
4: I would say, you just brought over some lavender. Lavender obviously is the best because it's not only beautiful, but it smells great. Um, these are straw flowers, which even when they're live, they look dry. So they're really, really convenient.
1: Why, why do you think that it's more economically beneficial mm. also to love dried flowers?
4: Oh my God. I mean, if I sent you uh, live flowers, they'll last for a week. If I give you dry flowers, they'll last a lifetime. What is a flower brooch? What is a flower brooch? Let's talk about it. So, um, you can use your taller stems just like you did in an arrangement like this. And if you have a bunch of small stems, you can just use a piece of twine, tie them together, and then I know you're wearing one flower. I but just don't want to you? demonstrate
1: how amazing Christopher is. Yours is so beautiful, <laughs> and mine looks nuts.
4: <laughs>
1: and all of these, are these the brooches?
4: These are, those can be used for brooches or in little um, glasses like that. So that I may put on my windowsill, on my bathroom, on my kitchen sink. And then a brooch, you have a little pin here. You can just pin it right to your... Um, Okay,
1: and uh, the dried flower confetti.
4: Confetti, yes. So how do we do that? So if you have lots and lots of dried flowers, you can make a big arrangement with the big stuff. You can make a little brooch with the little stuff. Or you can also put the little brooch on like a gift that you've gift wrapped as just a little accent.
1: I love gift wrapping with some, I love to take um, the bags I get from the grocery store, the brown paper bags, cut them up, reverse them, Mm -hmm. tie them together with some twine and put some little flowers and then mark it with a Sharpie like, to so and so love me.
4: Yeah. And then with your super extra stuff, like dry flowers are very brittle. So you're bound to sort of have petals and leaves falling off all over the place. So you can take those leaves and use it as confetti at a party or wherever you
1: want. Then show me, demonstrate. Like how would one
4: show the confetti? All right, ready? Yes, do it. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: love that. I also have to say, I think this is such a beautiful centerpiece on a dining room table. Mm -hmm. Take a runner that's something that's like a cloth linen, take a wooden bowl, and look at how beautiful this is. This, this is romantic to me. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because I think sometimes when you have your flowers and they tend to pass away, they get thrown out. And I think there's a whole life to be lived there. Mm-hmm. And the way that you've arranged flowers are so beautiful, and the way they dry flowers. I. I literally, I have Christopher arrangements all over the apartment <laughs> that are just in preservation because they dry
4: so beautifully. They really do.
1: If you just put a little something next to your sink or bring a little color into your world, it can mm-hmm. stay there and spark joy. So I thank you because we've yeah. been talking about doing thank this you. segment yeah. of how to preserve dried flowers. Now. If you go on our website, um, all these DIY floral tips um, from Christopher will be on there at thedrewberrymoreshow.com. Christopher Freeman,
4: thank you. Thank you so much. Thank I love you. you. I'll be right.
1: roundup. Druth or dare. (laughs) And we have Cassandra Obauza. Hi,
2: Cassandra. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you doing? Great. So today I've got a druth for the both of you. Okay. Yes. Okay, hit us. Yes. So like, you know, in this world of COVID-19 and a lot of people are working from home, how many days a week do you wear the same pajamas? Because if I'm gonna be honest, I wear my pajamas like three, four, sometimes five days a week. (laughs) Uh So yeah, how many days do you wear it? Am I am I by myself with the three, four, five times? Uh, Okay. (laughs) 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 Um, so on days that I'm not going anywhere, mm. um, you know, for Christmas, Wellie and I got each other the same pair of pajamas in the same color and the same size. True story, we didn't it even know, trend right? Trend out you were that couple. Yeah, we were that couple. It's a cash, it was on sale. It's I a, love it. Yeah, it's a cashmere, little hoodie, pajama number. And I would wear that every day of the week if I could. Do you understand oh, yes. me? Yes. Yeah, well, decade. also you
1: cannot wash cashmere.
2: Like that has to go out to the dry cleaner. Yeah. You gotta hand wash That's it. That's my excuse, right? <laughs> Um, but I would say, really, like probably um, three. Yeah. Minimum.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, it's all old sweatpants for me. Mm. And I wear them out until they get holes in them. Mm. Like I'm that guy. So I don't know how many days in a row I wear them, but I wear them until they have to get thrown away. <laughs> I, I work those clothes hard! <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's good though, no waste.
1: Does that answer your question? Oh, that was my question. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Cassandra. Thank you for choosing to spend your time with us. We make this show for you. So take it with you.